have lots of things to not talk about this week we mm-hmm. don't really have much to say um that's probably because our we're having a massive fight at the moment yeah um which uh, yeah it's, it was a it was a bad start to the morning mm-hmm. um but we'll we'll just we're, tr- we're gonna we'll try. try and see what happens yeah yeah it's quite hard isn't it yeah to, it's to, kind of scary yeah. to look at you in the eyes actually. I, I i can't look at you no i don't really want i'm to not gonna look at you yeah. either um do you think that we fight well or do you think that we fight badly? I definitely am not a good fighter. No. I, I'm no, really, you're not. Yeah. Uh, all right. I mean, I'm not a good fighter either. No, you're a mental. You, you, you go so fast to screaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I would say that's a weakness, sure. Whereas I'm just, I'm, I'm just quite cruel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, cutting, definitely. Cutting. And that's but, the kind of fighter I want to be and instead I just end up like weeping which is just so weak but the it's problem weak. is like i do mean what i say mm-hmm. so that's because most people don't mm. they're me that they, they kind of in a fight they say things they don't mean and they're mm-hmm. like oh no i didn't mean it and uh i'm sorry but the problem is i'm i can't lie yeah that's so what I, makes it I worse i do mean it yeah which yeah, is yeah. horrible really horrible yeah i should i think i need to learn to lie to lie and to be more considerate of mm-hmm. actually sometimes you don't need the truth. So, <laughs> such a veiled insult. It's no, I just you think... can't handle the truth, essentially. Is no, what you're I, I, need to, I need to be okay with other people. They don't need to know everything. No, of they course. Don't need no, to no, no. Be... Exactly. You don't need to, in, in your perfection and grace, you don't need to, to bestow <laughs> us lowly... <laughs> Denizens. No, 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 no. You've got to be careful here because I don't okay. mean that. No, no, sure. I'm. I. I know that I'm not like obviously perfect in a fight. I'm horrible in a fight. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I definitely think that I. Um, I kind of get to the point quite mm-hmm. quickly in a fight. No, sure. So it doesn't. I. Yeah. It's. But yeah, I. I think it's because we're just strongly emotional people as well, and we respond to each other's um, very subtle mood shifts in a, in a way that to an outside eye would seem completely mental probably mm. but I can tell if you're annoyed at something or if you're thinking about something you know just as you're you're having those uh, thoughts and stuff so, so can I I can tell mm-hmm. with you as well it's probably because we we look so similar so we recognize it in each other's like faces and stuff yeah I can see it on your face mm-hmm. I um I wish I was better at just kind of swallowing things and not letting them get to me but I think that my way of fight because it's interesting because you said that I'm emotional I'm I don't think actually I fight emotionally I become quite cold mm-hmm. and kind of serious and matter of fact and I'm able to switch off those things whereas you can't you only react emotionally and viscerally yeah, yeah. well maybe that's because I'm a water better. sign maybe it's because you're a water sign yeah um no, so no, I, I, I'm earth. You're earth, so you're more grounded with your arguments. I can see that actually. You do, you, you very much stick to your guns, but you can be more stubborn. I mean, you're actually quite good at um, apologizing and forgiving. I can't let it, I can't end a day on an argument, mm-hmm. which is really, really good. But it's not because actually, sometimes, and a couple of times I've been forced to finish the 
argument because like Alfie's gone to sleep or something mm-hmm. and I've literally l- lied there awake waiting for him to realize that I'm not asleep and mm-hmm. then sort it out mm-hmm. and some of those times I've accidentally fallen asleep before I could say my last words uh-huh. and then in the morning it is so much better mm-hmm. everything's just so much better after sleeping yeah so I would like to try and do that more but even when I was a teenager and I would have fights with our mom I would I wouldn't let her go to sleep until we had sorted it out. Mm-hmm. I have to say sorry or they have to say sorry or has to be resolved in some form before the end of the day. Yeah. I'm much better at letting it faster. I can that's, be, that's I can so be bad really bad. No, I know, I know. But I think it's because um, I, I'm not very good at saying what I actually want to say in the heat of the moment. I get too riled up. So I, I just, I decided to take it away, think about it, like workshop it in my head, do some rehearsals, you know, in the mirror. And then I come back to the person I never end up saying what I actually wanted to say. Yeah, and you're really horribly cold via text as oh, well. But I've always been, even when I'm in a really good mood, I'm, I'm horrible via yeah. text. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just, we just clashed, don't we? Yeah, we just clashed. We just clash occasionally like bump cars. <laughs> That's part of the game, isn't it? If, it's not fun if you don't crash into the other cars. I just, I'm really sorry that I upset you so much and it's awful because then I see you getting so upset and I hate it. And I want to say everything to stop you crying or something. But I'm, I just can't, I just can't. I'm really sorry that I started shouting and you were like, the baby. (laughs) Because it's awful. It's awful when you have a baby inside you and you know that they're picking up everything you're saying. Sure. Like really picking it up. Yeah. Um, Not necessarily, obviously they won't understand the words, but they understand the sounds. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he like, oh God, I just ruined that. Um, But. Yeah, going absolutely mental inside of me as you were screaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I do apologise to the baby. I can apologise. You can apologise. I can apologise to the baby when they come out. Yeah. Um. So, but I think that you know, at least we've dealt with it. And uh, well, do you think that fighting is healthy? Do you think that? I mean, I, I would say that sisters um, have kind of complex like etiquettes when it comes to fighting and stuff like that I know some sisters that never ever ever fight with each other but they hold a lot of resentment in but then they don't see each other that much whereas yes. we see each other all the time we fight often but I think it's kind of cleansing it's sort of like we have to do it it's like a yeah exercising demons do you think that it's like good for our relationship or would you prefer if we were just maybe colder and cattier with each other I don't think we fought that much no no, no we haven't over a lot. the last yeah. um year really mm. I think we went through a phase of fighting a lot. Um, I don't. I think it is cleansing, but it's, it's also. I hate it when people say, "Oh, that fight was damaging." Or yeah. that chipped exactly. That, I, oh, I hate, hate that. that. You know, all oh, that that that. You know, it's like a rock, and you're just chipping away mm-hmm. every time you have a fight. You know, mm-hmm. I do forgive you, exactly. but I'm going to remember that. Away. I'm, I'm going to remember that. that. I can't stand that because actually, that. it's yeah. fine. It's fine. Yeah. I didn't. I did mean a few of the things I said. To Me you. too. Me too. Um, but I'm not allowed to mean things that you I said. You are allowed. But why would you assume that? It's so unfair. You put me in this position of being this kind of like dictator, older no, that's not fair. sister. And it's just so unfair because I am I have all the same feelings as you do. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm 10 years older than you, I still feel like completely inept sometimes. And and I don't have, you, you just think because I've, I don't know, I'm a mother and I'm older, I've got kind of, I don't know, I'm mm. as weak as you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know. But like you... Obviously, I'll always look up to you. I have, The way that we look at each other is like, even though we're very much like equals now and we're adults and we love spending time together as adults, 
I think that the dynamic has been set from me being a little girl looking up to you and, and, and you looking after me and stuff like that. So there's always going to be a difference in the way that we perceive each other and, yeah. and stuff like that. So um, There's also, when I see you making mistakes that I made, and I just know my life would have been easier if I hadn't, if I didn't do those things or if I had done these things. I just so, I just get so angry with you when you don't listen to me because it's like, I trust me that thing will happen or mm -hmm. you will be better off if you do this. Mm -hmm. And then when you actively ignore me, I know that you're meant to make your own mistakes and everything, but it's just so frustrating because it's like, why can't you just learn from my mistakes? And then you'd be like... I can understand why you'd feel like that. But also we're not a blueprint of each other at all. And I, I think, think that we're quite a blueprint. I mean, as it goes, I think certain things have been almost identical in terms, you know, happening at your age and my age. I guess I think it, we there are, are lots of reflections. There are lots of uh, differences, which I, you're definitely a lot better in lots of ways. And I'm definitely a lot better in lots of ways mm -hmm. too. But um, No, I know. I know. Um, I think that it, certain things you could benefit from listening to. But in this situation, in terms of this morning, that was just a fuck up. Yeah, that was just that a was fuck just, up. That was just in bad moods, weren't we? I think I'm just not used to getting up for the school run. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just, that might be really not used to getting up at 7am mm -hmm. after however many months of just them waking up naturally, yeah. playing. I, I haven't had to get out of bed before 8am in... Mm, a it's a lot time. of pressure and in in the state that you're in as well it's so it's just it's such a lot of because if they're late mm -hmm. if he's late for school he's going to be so embarrassed mm -hmm. and I just can't bear that pressure no, you can't do that to him and he's so scared about being late too mm -hmm. so the whole morning is just kind of this incredible so even before you got here there was like a huge amount of stress that got into the day and then thinking about what I've got to do else you know afterwards and, and everything like that is just kind of yeah it's uh and I understand that when you're going through something stressful and you have all of these different responsibilities and a million different things to think about like when you see me like just sort of waddling in like oh hey like oh I've uh, you know I've done my hair and all this kind of stuff I can imagine it must be like doubly frustrating because it seems like I'm you know uh not taking things seriously I, I can understand why that would be an added kind of frustration um no but it, I just i I'm trying to get better at that because you did walk in looking very pretty this morning in like a new outfit and... It's not a new outfit. It's not a new okay, outfit. Okay, cool. I have never seen that top before though. Uh, it's because I haven't shown it to you. Okay, cool. Sure. I, so the thing is like I, I bank certain things like this is from months ago but mm -hmm. I didn't show it to you at the time and I was like so there's going to have to be a day where I wear it for the first time in front of Jesse <laughs> and hopefully it's a good day. <laughs> not the right day to have done it. Yeah. I admit that. I do no, admit no, that. No, 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 no because I actually handled that really well. I hadn't had time to do anything before you got here, all mm. I had time to do was put on a jumper and some leggings and mm. take Donnie to school and come yeah. back. And um, so I hadn't even like washed my face or anything. Mm -hmm. So then when you came in looking like you had been on a, a photo shoot for hours. <laughs> or like a 1950s housewife. Yeah, um, I did feel a little bit like, mm. I, but I actually handled that quite well. You did, just, yeah. But it was just the, um, I have a deadline at the end of the month and that's, now everything has gone into I'm in like such stress mode mm -hmm. and also because you have this annoying instinct that kicks in when you're almost about to give birth which is get everything done do everything sort out your entire life to prepare for this new arrival and I have so much left that I want to be able to accomplish before the baby's born because I I know what it's like I know that when the baby's comes I'm going to be able to do nothing yeah 
And this time I really want to be able to do nothing. I really want to be able to enjoy that time, which I just wasn't able to do with Donnie and Margaret because yeah. I was so desperate for money and just wanting to work. And Oh, God. <laughs> so I just desperately want to be able to enjoy that time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can feel that time's ticking away. Okay, we see mental... <laughs> To, I'm pretty sure that I won't be able to finish the book before the baby's born. Jessie, I'm pretty sure that I, no, I don't will. think I will. And I also pretty sure that I won't be able to do all the things I wanted to do. So I know I'm going to have to work quite quickly again after the baby's born. And I know that's really like that's really fortunate that I got work to do. But at the same time, I get so jealous when I see these like mums who are able to just like have to be able to be like you know full-time mums I really get jealous and I just wonder if I'm never going to be able to do that Jessie you are not only such an active mother like compared to people that probably don't even have jobs in terms of the way that you interact with them and do things for them and play with them and everything but even everybody always wants what they can't have so there are going to be stay-at-home mums that probably neglect their kids in some ways because they wish that they could go out and work and do things for themselves and then there are fully full-time working mums that wish they could stay at home all the time nothing's ever going to be perfect no, I, know, I, know. I think that you actually have a really wonderful balance and motherhood is guilt isn't it that's what our yeah, mum said anyway definitely. um and yeah. it's a very stressful time you're about to have a, a baby and that's a whole new person to bring the world which is so much responsibility but you you've smashed it out of the park two times before mm, yeah but I haven't I really haven't and there, I mean, it's so have. easy for, for, for mothers who do even a tiny bit of work to get like huge amounts of applause be like oh my god you did it but it's actually it's actually quite patronising that because if you've got the capabilities and the potential and the ideas and the whereabouts to go and do more things I don't know I feel sometimes just completely in two minds about giving everything up and and just, and enjoying this period of time, mm -hmm. or doing even more. Like, I'm in a really weird position because I'm actually juggling quite a lot of stuff with a lot on, at home as well. Mm -hmm. And actually, I'm not doing anything particularly yeah. well. Well, and I know everyone feels like that, but that's also really annoying. So it's like, oh, but I want to be unique. I know, in feeling shit. Yeah. But I also think that it has, what's best for you is also going to be best for the kids. And you get so much out of the work that you do, even if it is incredibly stressful. What you yeah, do but is, it feels, is something you're passionate about. It's such a weird thing because it's not like the work I'm doing is like groundbreaking scientific mm -hmm. discoveries or, you know, I'm not a nurse, I'm not a midwife, I'm not a doctor. I'm not, it's like I'm writing, you know, mediocre fiction and doing bad drawings and like yeah but you're selling. creating stuff. I know but it just feels like sometimes when I do that kind of work I'm like is this really is this really valid like in my life and and then lately I've been watching because also at this stage of pregnancy I've each time I've become obsessed with birth because it is harrowing mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie yeah. it is absolutely harrowing yeah giving birth yeah and um well, even just having a new call put in was such a traumatic event for me that I don't actually know if I'll be able to hack the whole baby thing. Sure. Because I had no idea. Because mm -hmm. I had no... I'd never had anything... I can't even put a tampon in. No. No, no, no. I remember I tried to show you once. And that was... That was quite scary. Yeah. Yeah. So I have... I've never been able to have anything inside of me apart mm -hmm. from a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> 
and even then not for very long so <laughs> um <laughs> your body maybe the reason why you got pregnant so quick was because your body was like oh my god this is new this is never gonna happen again <laughs> click go um so yeah so i've never been able to do it so when i got pregnant it was literally like what what so i've never been able to have any contraception basically yeah oh no contraception such a bitch i mean having gone through the works recently um <laughs> sorry i don't know why i'm talking like an old-timey factory worker <laughs> having gone through the works recently um it is strange to think that all the women that you see just walking around on the tube they've probably had their own traumatic traumatic incident with like going on the pen and making all their hair fall out or like trying to get one of the coils and it making them super anemic it's like yeah. such a, a weighty decision that a woman has to make yeah it's and huge. it's just so unbalanced like men don't even have a conception yeah. of how boring and scary and horrible it actually is the yeah. way it can affect your body forever and it has to be something to do otherwise your life will change in a completely different way your body will change in a completely different way because you'll get pregnant it's just yeah. so it's just such a strain I just bypassed all of that because of my polycystic ovaries mm -hmm. so I wasn't fertile in my 20s until I got pregnant yeah which was because <laughs> which was because I stayed with you you stayed with me in when December, I was yeah, and that I you had, had a period, period. and, and so I, think we, I was our so excited up. that you had a period, yeah, yeah, that my body bled for the first time in like a year, yeah, and then I forgot about the period, obviously, because I it was such a random thing mm. for me, and mm. um, obviously my ovulation process is way longer because of polycystic ovaries. So by the time it came around to having sex with Alfie, the egg was just there, ready, <laughs> like you'd been waiting for. <laughs> exactly, it was like a newly furnished flat, like nobody had ever spent any time there before in your womb. Yeah, so it was just kind of ready to go, but it did feel like um, you just get such a lot of shit getting pregnant um, by accident mm -hmm. because people assume that you've planned it. People assume that you've um, it's the woman's fault. Yeah, it's always the woman who's 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 got pregnant. Yeah, when it's it's so much more than the man. Yeah, exactly. Because the the egg is there for one day. Mm -hmm. It's just one day. Just one day. The egg is there for such a short period of time. You can only, your fertile window is like half a day. Wow. At optimum half a day for a day max. Sperm can live up for up to five days. Mm -hmm. So that's what actually happened. The sperm lived there for up to five days. Oh, I see. Well, I'm, pr I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm just like, <laughs> just like, um, like soldiers, like staking out. <laughs> they, no, they can stay there. Do you know, I found out what the copper coil actually does to prevent pregnancy. Is really really brutal. Decapitates the sperm. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so weird. What, all million of them. Um, so the copper uh, releases uh, copper ions out into the womb, and it um, separates the sperm's head from the tail. So it's like a brutal assault going on in your body Hang every on, so day. They hit. They just they just go into it, and they it, hit like it. it causes this sort of chemical reaction. It's really really toxic to to sperm. Um, so that's very scary to have oh, been going wow. on. Yeah. But don't have it anymore, so that's fine. Some men have killer sperm. Mm -hmm. Really? What does yeah, that mean? Yeah, so they don't know it because, you know, they, they can't see the sperm. Yeah, yeah. I feel crazy. Is that just... <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy, too. I think you're just so glad that you're not crying and screaming. I know. I'm just so glad that you're, like, not looking at me with hate in your eyes. But also, I'm so glad that I didn't let you leave because mm -hmm. you, you would have gone. And that's the bitch no, you are. No, 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 no. You would have no. gone. I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't have gone at all. Did you see how shittily I folded this up? No, I, like, you folded up half-heartedly. Horatio would have made you go. You would have gone. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You would have gone, and then you would have had some air, and then I would have been like, well, it's too late now. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, no, it, that would have actually. I know we said that we hated when people said, "Oh, that fight really caused damage." But if I had left, you would have caused damage. That would have caused damage. That would have been no coming back. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I made a cake today. We have had lots of fights though where I thought, "Oh no, that's that's probably mm-hmm. no coming back from that." Yeah. Like when I hit you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That, that was, wasn't a proper hit. It wasn't like a. If I'd hit you in the face, that was more of a grab. It that was, was like, pinch. "Please don't leave." Mm-hmm. That was. I mean, that was basically tantamount to I don't know you like putting your hand on my shoulder. I mean, it hurt a little bit and I did get a bruise. <laughs> you did get a bruise. In the shape of your claw hand. But um, I understood. I was actually being a bitch that day. All of my fights with you tend to come from me either trying to rescue you mm-hmm. or save you or stop you from doing something stupid or being overprotective yeah. and condescending yeah. and... and um, too much like a dictator sure it's all it's all about our dynamic of being older younger yeah definitely which um i'm grateful for because yeah, i would so horrible to you. no no but i'm grateful for the unique dynamic that we do actually have i can't i can't imagine what it would be like if we were like two years apart uh, we would Can not be friends we wouldn't be friends no we would hate each other yeah i actually feel really sorry for siblings that are really close together and like as with babies and stuff once you hit 30 it's just like seemingly every woman wants to suddenly have a baby mm-hmm. and well not every woman mm-hmm. but that's like very backwards of me but your body does suddenly make yeah. you be like I definitely noticed once I hit 30 I was like okay it's time to have a baby it's time yeah. to have a baby and Even- society puts a lot of pressure on you as well from yeah. that age onwards and in London it's really different because women have babies so much later but mm-hmm. if you got to like Liverpool mm-hmm. every single woman has a baby or two babies or three mm-hmm. babies. It's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. And also I've been like watching every night two or three episodes of One Born Every Minute, mm-hmm. which Alfie loves. That's um, a very scary program. It is really scary because each birth is such a risk and such a dangerous and such a miracle that the baby's actually okay. When they have to use the scissors to snip open someone, I just can't, I can't even imagine. Oh, but to make you, it wider. But are you already so, in so much pain by that point that you don't even notice scissors? Because I just can't imagine what it's like for somebody to cut you open like that. Well, I'll get back to that, but um, in Liverpool, they have the most busy women's um, hospital, like, in Europe. Wow. Yeah, so it made me really want to go to the hospital. The Liverpool. Maybe it's all those Beatles songs just playing, gets everybody. Just all... everyone seems so much happier in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, Can I have some of your Ribena? Yeah. It's not Ribena, it's actually apple and blackcurrant, sorry. I won't use a straw, though. So, yeah, the episiomoscopy or something, episiomoscopy, they cut that last minute, but only if, you are struggling to get the baby out. But they only do that last, last chance. But they were going to do that with me and Donny. They were like, I'm going to have to cut you. I'm going to have to cut you. If you don't start pushing, I'm going to have to cut you. They must I was have... so scared that it made me push harder. Mm-hmm. They probably say that to a lot of people then. Yeah, apparently it's a tactic. Them. Yeah. Oh my God, okay, I'll remember that. But, but there's so many terrifying. things. I've been reading this book called, um, loads of people recommend it to me on Instagram called Expecting Better, mm-hmm. which is a statistic book. It's written by an economist who got pregnant and all of these stats all of these um like old-fashioned ideas of not drinking coffee not dyeing your hair not smoking not drinking things that we've known about pregnancy for hundreds of years um she was trying to debunk those ideas and prove how true or false they were with actual statistics and studies and stuff because that's how her brain worked. Mm-hmm. And she desperately wanted to be able to drink loads of coffee like me. Yeah. And she desperately wanted to be able to dye her hair. And she desperately wanted to do things that were frowned upon. So she did actual studies to find out if 
you sh- you can actually drink more than two cups of instant coffee because that's the thing when people say oh I've drunk two cups of coffee oh that's fine they're not drinking like flat whites they're mm-hmm. drinking Nescafe I'm sorry a flat white from a shop doesn't taste that much stronger than a Nescafe though it's like double or triple the strength no wonder I always have to have so many Nescafes in the morning then. exactly I yeah. just thought it was part of my ritual no, no, no. It's like because it's very weak. I just like it to be a long, endless stream of, of drinking milky coffee in the morning. Yeah. Up until about 10. Yeah. But you don't have breakfast though, so you're still getting the calories. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I put don't it, I kid put yourself. It. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting those milk calories. I know. The thing is that I always feel like when I drink loads of coffee, I glamorize it in my head like I'm one of the Gilmore girls. Yeah. But then I realize they just drink black coffee and they're just like wandering around town whereas I'm just sitting in like mm. my hospital gown that I still had from when I was 17 and I got really drunk and I had to stay overnight in the hospital I'm just drinking like half milk half water <laughs> Alfie went out with a, a famous or like a, a kind of famous musician and it haunts me that mm-hmm. he went out with her well I didn't go out with her but like you know had he, she had an impact on him mm-hmm. and um she apparently drank black coffee just black coffee so cool and now whenever i see a woman drinking black coffee i'm like is that her is she, <laughs> i it really it's just such a sophisticated drink it is really sophisticated but the thing is it's also because the people that are drinking it don't enjoy it so they're putting up with something that's unpleasant in order for them to look aesthetically very pleasing or they just need it for the caffeine. Exactly. I respect that. I truly respect that. Anyway, this woman said that she wanted to go on drinking four cups of, of proper brewed coffee a day. And she ended up doing that because the statistics actually shown that it wasn't, there wasn't more of a risk of miscarriage. There is right at the beginning, but then when you're into the you know full swing of it, you can continue to have coffee and stuff. You can dye your hair. So cool. Um, you, the only thing you uh, is a no-no, mm-hmm. according to this book, is smoking. Yeah. That's course. a big one. I, but I don't imagine. really understand why, because it's actually not connected. Or somebody said that. Well, I can imagine that it means that, I mean, smoking damages your lungs, which means that you're not um, getting the oxygen as well. Yeah. So, and the baby needs a bunch of oxygen. Yeah. Right? So it probably is just to do with that. But also, I think if you're walking around pregnant and you're smoking, you're going to get, like, you're going to get chased down the street with, like, pitchforks. Yeah. People would not put up with that. Yeah. But it was fascinating also, because things that happened to me in both Donnie and Margot's labour mm-hmm. were things that in this book were, like, no, you don't have to do that. You shouldn't have had to do this or you shouldn't have listened to the doctors then. You should have actually trusted your own instinct. Mm-hmm. And so this time I'm trying to like know every single bit of information possible so that when I actually get to the, the state of having to give birth, I'm like equipped mm-hmm. because both times I was so innocent. Mm-hmm. And for instance, there's are things like Donnie didn't cry immediately when he came out and I automatically assumed, oh, well, that's it, mm-hmm. of course. Um, I remember. But actually, it's really common for babies not to cry. And yeah, he did have to get a little bit of oxygen and stuff. But it's, I just wish I had known that, because th- those seconds of panic were just so destructive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with Margot, I was induced. And induction is actually really, really dangerous um, because it, well, it means you're more of a risk of having a cesarean and stuff. And with Margot, I absolutely didn't need to have an induction. But I just kind of went yeah. through with it because mm-hmm. I was innocent and thought, oh. Does know. it hurt? No, you're you're put, you're given like a a drug into your vein that is supposed to induce childbirth. Yeah, but because I was already ready to go, probably naturally, um, the 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 drug when they put it into me, it somebody said to me, "Oh, you should probably have a bite of something just to to get your energy up." So I had a bite of a bounce ball, and like twenty seconds later, my contraction started. My God. And she was out within two hours because. It was she was so ready anyway, and this drug was like the equivalent. But it of still just took going, two hours. That's nothing. That's like a quick birth. 
A really quick birth. Is there no cases of the baby just flying out? No. I mean, yeah, maybe, but you would have been in labour for ages. God, that sucks. Yeah. So anyway, that's And also you're not going to be able to have many people. I mean, we're not going to be able to go to the hospital with you, are we? No. It's so so sad. But it's so weird because you're allowed to go in for visiting hours. So, but you're only allowed probably one birthing partner. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just really, it's really um, very different. But you know, no, it won't be better by then. Yeah, it won't be. Well, now now people can't meet up in groups of larger than six. Yeah. <laughs> you sound so topical just then. I know. So have you heard of Twitch? Yes. Yes, Twitch is a gaming streaming app. The only um, kind of uh, familiarity I have with it is um, Horatio and I played this game called uh, Fall Guys, which is a, a PlayStation game, which is the best game I've ever played. And Lemmy, the comedian yeah. you know, from Lemmy Show, he does a, a Twitch stream and he's done some videos of that game and it's so funny. Yeah. Because it's a game that's designed to be watched. It's 60 people. It's like a kind of Takeshi's Castle type obstacle course. And it's so fun. And Twitch, I mean, it's amazing. But it's you... so, it's fancy though, because I did it with Alfie last night to try and ease him back into being uh, an active social media person. Is he going to be world. a gaming person too? Well, I don't want him to be a gaming person. He doesn't, I don't think he's very good at games. So mm-hmm. I, I, they would just be a bit That'd kind of be embarrassing. <laughs> be like him learning a game. <laughs> but we did like a live thing. Obviously it's all live. Mm-hmm. I, no, you can watch it. You can watch it back, yeah. Yeah. And um, I asked him questions about what his intentions were with social media and stuff in front of an audience. So they kind of would have a say and ideas and stuff for him. Um, and it was so funny because you get these comments coming up on the side and usually when I do something on, you know, on like if I did like an Instagram live or something, I would be looking at, I don't really focus on the comments because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I, I've got something to say, so I'm going to say it. Whereas because he's a comedian and he's so used to responding as it goes with an, with an audience live, he couldn't let it go. He mm-hmm. had to read the comments had to respond to every single comment, mm-hmm. which meant that... Slowed him down. Slowed us down so much. Like, by the time that we'd actually got, like, 20 minutes in, um, he... Uh, it just had gone on for so... It, it just it was it was really sweet, though, because he just so wanted to respond to every single person. Mm-hmm. So I was mm-hmm. like, focus. Yeah, I guess that's the difficulty of, like, having live interaction with people, because um, it's flattering when people are, like, commenting directly to you, but you actually want to be going out to, like, a really broad group of people. Yeah. He'll find his way with it, though. Yeah, no, he was. And was it fun? It was really fun. It's It was a weird way to spend, like, a night. And also, Donnie and Margot didn't go to bed till really late, so I was, like, I wasn't in a very good... We, it was, we didn't start until after nine, and then it went on for, like, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But I feel like um, the kind of expectations for um, comedy and performance on social media has really rapidly changed over the course of lockdown. Like, have you... you the new Instagram reels yeah. that I've been getting advertised yeah. are so bizarre. Yeah. It's, like, weird pop singers who clearly are just super bored and not able to tour in their house, like showing all the different outfits that they're going to wear. Or it's like 16-year-old girls who look like they're 30 because they're so beautiful and made up. Um, like doing these strange dance routines. I genuinely went down a tunnel of watching yeah. them last night. And it just made me feel not only so out of touch with what's trendy, because I can't understand why it would be cool to follow a dance routine and not even do it that well. Like if you're gonna do a dance routine, you should do it really, really well. Or to show people the different outfits that you're planning of wearing for the week, or it just, it made me feel so out of touch, but also just really sad that that's kind of the way that like social media is going. I don't think it's sad. I think it's really nice that people feel like they can do something 
for fun. It's just a different hobby. Mm-hmm. Like some people do reels and put so, I mean, it's the same as TikTok. I mean, mm-hmm. we're so, I'm so behind because I didn't get into TikTok at all. I, I kind of stubbornly avoided, I have never even looked at TikTok. Yeah, it's really, it's a dark hole. But reels are basically TikTok. It's just Instagram's version of TikTok because they're very like savvy like that. But it's actually saved me quite a lot of time because whenever I've done it, I've tried to do like a, a which is, sounds so embarrassing to even admit that I've done this, but whenever I've been trying to do like a series of funny Instagram stories, mm-hmm. And then it involves editing them. Mm-hmm. It takes so much time, whereas the reels have actually made that a bit easier. Mm-hmm. So actually... And they are very watchable. I mean, I think maybe the reason why I felt bad afterwards was because it was so... Half an hour just flew by. You want to be me, a real star. I, the thing is, what makes me sad is I know I would blow up on TikTok. Well, why don't you do that, then? Because I can't. I can't do that no, for myself. No, but this is your problem. I have too much pride. You have so much pride. And I have you an image... You need to image. get that pride. Just, you need to drain it. So you think I should just, like, wear a bra and um, those little cycling shorts and do the dances like the teenage girls do? Desperately. I, I really... <laughs> no, I, I want you to go on a crash course. I think I should I'm sell myself. I'm making Alfie do yeah. a crash course on Twitch next week, Monday to Friday. I'm not letting him come downstairs. Mm-hmm. He's doing 9 to 11 p.m. every night on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make him do it as a crash course. And I'm gonna, I think you should do like a crash course mm-hmm. on social media. Yeah, exactly. I should do um, like what uh, Bella Thorne was trying to do with the OnlyFans stunt. You know, the Disney actress that um, yeah. signed up to that like uh, adult... Uh, app which is like a sort of a sex worker type thing what it's su- it's such a weird story so only fans is sort of an equivalent you do something for like you do a video for a fan you, it's sort of like cameo or any of these apps where people can directly contact the social media person but instead people are asking for photos of your feet or they're asking for photos of news i got asked my feet yesterday yeah well you have got nice feet no actually. i got just how I much would, money I do you was... think you could make for a photo of your feet no, I would. I if somebody had a foot fetish, seeing my feet would put would, would stop them having the fetish. <laughs> you were an athlete, so it, they're disgusting. But OnlyFans essentially is like an easy way for people to make money from like sex work. I think it's debatable whether or not you could actually call it sex work. So she's just like showing her boobs or something. Bella Thorne is this Disney actress. Obviously, nobody that level of celebrity has ever signed up to OnlyFans before. And people got really, really angry because it was like she was exploiting her fame. She made $2 million uh, within the first week because she promised to um, sh- release nude photos to people that paid over $200. But actually, it turns out they weren't properly nude photos. They were just her naked, like, covering up all of the Only actual... $200? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, the, the site was like flooded with people trying to see it. Then they were all really, really angry that it wasn't properly nude photos. All of the people that were fans of the site said that she was exploiting sex workers and now it like changed the whole payout system of the app so now people can't make as much money from it so it's like a really fucked up thing that she did but brilliant but brilliant and she clearly needs the money which is really funny um and she her excuse was that she was doing it for a documentary because she was actually going to make a film about sex work and OnlyFans. so maybe this is the reason why i brought that up (laughs) is because maybe i could become a tiktok star as part of a documentary project what it would take to become a tiktok star we're doing a documentary exactly this could be your mission this could be this could be my mission this could be rather than me (laughs) trying to like educate myself in an actual way i could see how much of my soul i would lose if i became a tiktok star you could also do um i just find it so funny the idea of people who actively seek out going viral every Mm -hmm. day of their lives yeah what what can I do today to go viral Mm -hmm. like what can I do today to like be a big thing on TikTok yeah like living your life like that some Mm -hmm. people do Mm -hmm. like the amount of work that goes into being active on social media alone not including kind of the amount of work that would go into being a really successful kind of 
influence. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine how much time it takes. It's a full-time job. It really is a full-time job. But, but you could do it. I think that it would be good for your confidence and good for your your stubbornness with certain things. Like if you did just try and do really open yourself up online just for a week mm-hmm. and, and, and do something that to me in my head would be really embarrassing because I think part of the reason why I have like such um, issues with like putting myself out there and stuff is because in my head I'm, I'm not going to be like the best version of myself unless I fulfill a certain set of standards but it's not like I'm actually that happy anyway so I might as well do something that's like really ridiculous and exploitative but see how far I can get. But also testing your you know it, Facing your fear. Exactly. And I love to dance. I never dance Yeah, doing enough. stuff like that would be really, really good for you because it won't be that scary. The other thing is what we've learned this week from doing my Gigi Hadid photo mm-hmm, shoot. Mm-hmm, which was really fun. Is that people don't know you're joking. Mm. Lots of people will. Your friends mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and people who Are like know minded. you do comedy mm-hmm. and people, yeah. They will know you're joking if you do like an ironic dance video or something. Mm-hmm. Or you do like a, like a... I mean, the, the fact is, if you do anything that, where you look sexy and beautiful... That is partly the incentive. You do want to be of seen course. as sexy and beautiful. But at of the same course. time, if you can do it in a funny way, I just, I rate those people so much. I love it. But, um, oh no, I just lost my train of thought. That well, always with happens. The, with, the, with the Gigi Hadid one. Oh yeah, with the Gigi Hadid people one. People responded well as well because anything that's a reference to like pop culture or anything that's kind of in the cultural zeitgeist, which she very much is with her pregnancy and like this sort of kind of cool group of very young, beautiful celebrity slash models who are all getting pregnant, like, you know, and having babies at the moment. I think that's part of the reason why people like thought it was funny us dressing up as those characters and stuff, because it's like something that's easily recognizable and it's something that they've read about too. And it's something that we can all engage in together rather than like something that's maybe like more yeah, fancy. Yeah, but for people who didn't know who Gigi Hadid was, they just... Yeah, we did, we did they, lament They just see my like half, like... I mean, it was, for me, that's the most that's half the most naked I've ever, I've ever been yeah. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a pregnancy body, so it's like you, you, nobody could like insult it because it's a beautiful body that's about to like create life. I did think Instagram was going to take it down because it was just too sexy. <laughs> you didn't have any like <laughs> nipple on show. <laughs> because like, you were too is- sexy. Instagram is going to censor me. I'm too sexy. Yeah, I, I was really worried about that. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to happen when I break TikTok because my so dances go down so well. Yeah, no, but we should, next, when you do those videos, mm-hmm. you need to be really strategic about posting them mm-hmm. because we missed a trick with the Gigi who did one because we should have posted it on the no one really saw the video so they saw my photo mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they swipe saw the video which just looks like me bossing you around it doesn't actually i know it's really it's funny. really funny but it's also like it doesn't look like it it could be serious mm-hmm. it not many people i don't think everyone would have known that was a joke but the thing is like you're never ever going to be able to convince the whole world no of, well of obviously point, i'm not right? because then the daily mail picked it up and was like and thought that you were just doing like a usually hidden inspired photo shoot it's so embarrassing <laughs> they used every single photo i didn't read it obviously jesse cave jesse cave on the mend i don't know what i didn't read what i'm on the mend from it could be the rape it could be no no no. it's from the previous article that they ran on you okay. where you were allergic to nuts so i'm on the mend from my from my your allergic to nuts oh my, that's even more <laughs> awful anyway so people won't necessarily know you're joking but there's also like a nice power with that because if it doesn't matter, yeah. nothing matters. Exactly. I think that we've released all kind of um, like uh, ability to control what people's interpretations of us are going to be. If anything is written about you or people have certain opinions of you based on what you put online, 
like there are always going to be people that are judgmental of what you do and there are always going to be people that are like criticizing you so you might as well put it out there anyway because you're going to get loads of people that are really positive about it as well yeah they don't they it, it you will only remember the one horrible comment or all of the people who've been like oh my god you look amazing yeah. so not realizing like I mean, I, w- I did want to look amazing, but I also... And you did was, look amazing. Well, not, well, no, I, I didn't. I think I looked a bit like... No, I you look know. very, very modelly. Well, that's very sweet of you, but um, it's it's weird because I think people it, people who just do comedy videos and stuff, they want to be seen as kind of... It's... I think we should be less ashamed about wanting to get validation for feeling feeling good and looking good. Like mm-hmm. sometimes it's nice for people to be like, oh my God, you look amazing. Exactly. And I really respect the people that are bold enough to just put sexy photos of them online and do like a shitty caption, which is like three emoticons and it's a sunny Wednesday. Yeah. Because it's like, well, good for you. You're getting what you need. It's a very like, it's a real transactional kind of thing. You put the photo of yourself out on there, you get the positive validation back and then you go about your day in a happier mood. Yeah. I respect those yeah. people. Like I, I hadn't... I I unfollowed her ages ago after I found out that her I won't say that as she is too mean um uh but Lily Allen I I looked at her Instagram the other day she just got married to David Harbour she just got married I had no idea I had no idea they were going out and he is the juiciest man yeah he is gorgeous but anyway I kind of was intrigued by her because I thought she was always a really private person Mm -hmm. but she did show her kids a Mm -hmm. lot which is something that I found I thought that was really interesting too she did a little video of him dancing with her daughter on the ship I would be like... That melted my heart. It did melt my heart, but I was also like, I wonder how Sam Cooper feels. Anyway, um, Sam... No, not Sam. Lily. I scroll back, and her Instagram, she did some, like, properly naked ones. Mm-hmm. And it's like the... the we hold these celebrities... We, we they're given a completely set, different set of rules mm-hmm. as as to what we would do. If, like, we were to do, like, a half-naked... Like, holding our boobs... Yeah. And our vagina hair, or whatever. <laughs> she she <laughs> have vagina you don't have any, do you? I don't have any at all. <laughs> Haven't but you like, got ready for the new baby with a full Brazilian? I'm doing this. Okay, yeah. So I'm holding my hands over my boobs and my vagina. Um, like, people would think, like, that We're would crazy. get taken down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But absolutely. it didn't get taken down for Lily Allen. Mm-hmm. But there are, sta- I mean, like, that's a really interesting conversation because then that also, like, brings discrimination and intersectionality into it as well because some people who like people of color tend to get censored more than like a a white person who's like posing nude and everything like that so instagram is definitely like to blame to blame for the way that we interpret some people's nudity as really cool and glamorous and some people's nudity as offensive yeah um, and but I also think somebody who's society. bigger is like, oh no, that's too much. It's too much flesh. Exactly. It's so interesting the way that we like we're also like brainwashed into believing that like skinny, beautiful, white, rich models they can basically be obscene, but everybody else is like you know held up to a ridiculously yeah. high standard. So maybe we should break the mold and we should post. We should start posing you today. I, I'll I become mean, a TikTok that's star. What I'm, that's what I'm trying you to get. You live stream to. your birth on Twitch. No, I'm not going to do the live stream on Twitch just in case. Because if you did live stream something like that, you know, if something went wrong, you'd feel so silly. Oh, yeah, you would feel... I I think you would feel a little silly, yeah. Yeah, silly and sad. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I am basically building up to my first naked selfie. Obviously not, like, fully, but I just think, why not? Well, you've got a decent amount of bump in there and thigh. You've got a nice amount of upper thigh, which is always... What are you saying about my thighs? (laughs) You've got a decent amount of thigh. As in in the photo? Oh, in my photo. I'm not saying that you have a decent amount of thigh. You don't, you've actually got very hollow legs. Oh, thank you. um, is in the photo angle it was a really tasteful yeah stomach leg yeah it was you didn't really it wasn't you didn't get it was any in breast. your face you didn't get any breast yeah no but i i i feel like you should I'm, get some breast out next time i feel like i'm kim cattrall in that episode of sex and city where she gets her nude portrait oh my god i love that episode like i feel like i'm so there much yeah 
So I'm going to get, you'll take it obviously, because mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to a random person to yeah. get a naked photo. Yeah, 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 of course not. And then I'll hang it mm-hmm. like those old actresses who hang their headshots. Mm-hmm. I'll just <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I think a lot of uh, pregnant people do like also take photos of themselves as a nude pregnant person. But it's so weird. Because Why? you're desexualized in a way. Like it's the, the whole Virgin Mary thing. Mm. You see a pregnant woman who's about to become a mother and you kind of, you, you cleanse her of all sins. Like she's, she's not like being provocative she's just being beautiful and womanly and she's about to give you life say into that the world. but i i get i get like honked way more when i'm pregnant really yeah like in a in a sexy way i know they're not honking because i'm pregnant <laughs> they're like Ooh. oh they're honking because of those <laughs> those knockers right those perfect big naturals <laughs> I, I just know it i feel like Stop looking at me. Yeah, yeah, no, Stop exactly. At me. You're just, you're dripping sexuality. Yeah, because I've had sex. Exactly. And well, I've got proof. proof. It is proof. That's exactly. why I like being, that's why I really like being pregnant with Donnie, because I was like, finally, people will believe I've had sex. Mm-hmm. It took a long time, though, because I didn't look pregnant until I was like seven months. Still, <laughs> those two months of looking pregnant, yeah. I felt. I think that was probably the basis of my shock. I remember when you first told me I came back from a dance rehearsal and I had to come back to the house. You stood up from the beanbag. And I just knew instantly that something was different about you. I knew you were pregnant before you even yeah. said it. I think I said you're pregnant. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons why I was so surprised is because I just realised that you must have had sex. I know. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, it was so funny. So I think that we've done quite well in coming bouncing back from our from our fight. Awful fight. Do you think we're gonna fight after though? I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared that the second that the camera gets off, <laughs> that we're going to be really nasty no, to each I other. No, I won't be. I promise. I you won't be nasty to you. Have I looked like I've been crying this whole video? No, your face is nice and puffy. Oh, gorge, like Gigi. <laughs> yeah, like Gigi. She's got such a sexy, swollen face. I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, and I do feel sorry for Zayn Malik though, because what's he going to do now? Just be a baby daddy? Of course, that's all he ever wanted. Do you think? I could see it in his eyes the second that he went on that X Factor first audition. <laughs> When they were in the villa in Spain for the first <laughs> villa audition in front of Simon, and Harry got the chorus, obviously, of um, Torn by Natalie and Brulia. <laughs> I must have watched that video about 50 times over when Harry, no, no, in fact, no, sorry, he has the bridge. Liam has the chorus. Um, and Zane at the side, he's just sort of like like bopping along from, from side to side. I mean, Niall, Louis, they're clueless. They have, no, they have no idea what's going on. Liam, he wants to be the star, but he's never going to be the star. Harry knows he's going to be the star, so it's all fine for him. But Zane, it's like, he had this broken look to him. I think that he always knew that his career was going to be strange. And then he found Gigi and now he just gets to live a happy life. Like, I'm happy for Did him. Did he leave One Direction He left One, first. One Direction yeah, first, yeah. he was unhappy. Exactly. He wasn't meant to be in a boy band. He was meant to get married to a beautiful model and have a baby. Yeah, he was meant to be a model. He was meant to be a model. Yeah. Um, I love Harry Styles so much. I can't believe how much time we spent watching X Factor and Pop Idol and things like that. I just... it. It's, I loved those shows. If I even hear like the theme tune, it instantly fills me with joy and innocence and such a like a wonderful time. But in if, our they, lives. if that theme tune was played now, like in their new pop idol kind of theme tune, it'll be disgusting. Like, eh. It'll be disgusting. Also, it was like so un PC in a way. The whole like appeal and draw of X Factor is that you have some beautiful people that come on that have been picked out to be the kind of the favourites. But then you also have like a bunch of weird looking people with bad voices that they pick out to be laughed at. Yeah. I don't think that you would have that on the show nowadays because it's not very like PC or anything. No, they would, they would, yeah, it would be completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I think that we've done well. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to write that down. Um, to cut. <laughs> <laughs> what my whole X Factor spiel? You didn't like the X Factor stuff. Just a little bit dangerous, like yeah, just a little bit. Um, I can talk about how I went to visit the X Factor studios. Oh, if you, you did? Want. No, no, no. I think that we've we've got enough. We're fine. Okay. So, um, saw Harry Styles in real life. I burst into tears on the spot. 
I know. You you did love them. I loved them so much. My first Twitter handle was BB Styles. That's just really tragic, isn't it? Yeah. See, if you I had still kept, love him if now. you had kept up Twitter, if you had kept up your rate of, you know, product you had a baking blog. Yeah, I had a baking blog. I still bake now. But... I know, but yeah, but if you had just kept up your social media, you were a child of the noughties. You could be you could be queen. a YouTuber now. <laughs> you could be a queen YouTuber now, you know? I know, but I'm sorry, all of the people my age I know that have been YouTubers or that have been social media stars, they're all very deeply unhappy and unsettled on the inside. It gives you a very warped perspective of what your life should be if you're like some in fact, all of the people that I do know, and I would include myself in this category, were some sort of child prodigy or like some like very talented, unique child. And then they grow up and the adult life is absolutely not what they expected it to be. And then they all get a bit weird and wonky and turn into like kind of interesting adults. Like I'm, I'm okay being in that category of people. Yeah. The unselected one, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um, but yes, I think that we did okay. I'm a bit scared about telling Mike for enough, just in case we fight again. No, we won't. Okay, cool. I think you should apologize to me. <laughs> On, on this podcast. <laughs> I think you should give me a really long, grovelling apology. On your knees. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry no, for no, shouting. No, no. I, I'm no, sorry I for shouting. Say sorry. I'm sorry for shouting. I didn't mean to scare the baby. You did. Terrified. Hasn't kicked since. You might have killed it. All right? You said it's going to be stillborn. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a risk. You I know? know. I am sorry Stress for shouting. Stress is a risk. I'm sorry for shouting. Yeah. So whatever, even if I'm wrong at this stage in pregnancy, you're allowed to. Be, I'm allowed to. You're be allowed wrong. to be crazy. Yeah. No, that's yeah. and I'm not. I'm not pregnant. So like, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, but at the same time, I could have, I could have initiated a nicer atmosphere first thing. But it, just bear in mind how much I'd done before you even got here. Yeah. No, I understand. Um. But at the same time, I I need to get a grip. And also, I just need to accept. You know, if my book's shit, it's shit. Exactly. You know, it doesn't have to be be perfect. It's not going to be shit. Um, And also, if I'm a shit mum, I'm a shit (laughs) mum. It's true. I'm a shit mum. It's true. Like, there is literally nothing that you can do about that. Um, Also, because I did read the other day that some kids, you know, you can't help. They're going to turn out the way they're going to turn out. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. only doing my bit. Yeah. Also, I remember uh, when I was taking a walk with Margot yesterday, briefly. Oh, no, um, you're going to tell me something harrowing she said. No, 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 no. And I, uh, you know, I, I'm sorry, I put makeup on her yeah, and stuff. so she looked like a she, child So she looked like stuff. a child prostitute. And I was walking around in a really, really provocative outfit as well. Because I wanted, I wanted to get a good photo. Um, and... Not anybody battered an eye. I look like the worst, like most damaged teen mum in the world <laughs> yeah. and nobody battered an eye. So yeah. you are definitely a better mother than that. Yeah, hopefully. But um, yeah, I think we both just need to relax. Yeah. I think we've just been a bit tense. I think it's just been quite tense. Also releasing a podcast and putting yourself out there, actually, you know, no one's listening. No. Nobody cares if about us. If you're listening, thank you. But you know, you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. But um that's it for today. Let's stop. Let, let, let's stop fighting. Yeah, I'm we're going to stop fighting. And if you're fighting with your sibling, stop fighting with your sibling. Exactly. Just laugh Don't about it. Don't be afraid to say stay sorry. Stay in the room. Admit you're wrong and stay in the room. Stay in the room. That's yeah. the major advice I would give. Yeah. Stay in the room. Stay in the room. Because, you know, it all fizzes out. <laughs> I feel so sorry for Horatio. Alfie has been witness to so many so many nasty fights. Our fights you had like, to you had to witness it at some point sorry so many oh my he's been he's he's been there at the worst oh yeah like the prop you've been there at some he's alfie's been there at like some family stuff as well oh my god and he's just had to sit there like and he's so good at it mm-hmm. he's he's so good at it yeah, but yeah, yeah. i feel so with him yeah why didn't other families fight in public i know it's so boring do they okay good 
I hope they do. But also on streets, like we've we been in some public places. In Westfield. Do you remember in the fabric shop? Oh my god. I called BB fat. I, well, I said that her boobs were just fat. Yeah, because there was an Orthodox Jewish family staring at me as, as they walked by. And I was like, you know, like slightly delusional. And I like joked about it as, as, they, as they left the shop. I was like, oh my god, they were staring at me. Maybe, they, maybe, <laughs> maybe those young girls want to taste of the, the, the Western world. You know, they saw me and they thought, oh wow, what a wild young woman. And then you're like, no, they were just staring at your cleavage. And I was like, well, I'm sorry, I can't help it that I've got they, big they were boobs. Offended. They were offended. They were offended by your cleavage. I'm sorry, I can't help it, I've got big boobs. And you're like, boobs are just fat, yeah. baby. They're said, just I'm fat. I'm sorry, I've just got naturally big boobs. And mm-hmm. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> And the funniest thing is, when I was scrolling through the photos yesterday, I found the photo, must have been like 10 minutes before that happened, maybe mm-hmm. even less. Mm-hmm. And I can see in both of our eyes that we are about to have a fight. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah exactly. You just see it? The pupils just dilate to like, um, like get rid of all the blue. We just mm-hmm. look like vampires who haven't had blood in a few days. Yeah, we just look slightly paler mm-hmm. and on edge, mm-hmm. really on edge. And I had Margot in a baby sling and I'm like trying so hard to smile yeah, yeah yeah but you yeah oh my god it can just feel it in the air sometimes yeah i'm really sorry i'm really sorry too okay so thank you for listening to your bitch. podcast <laughs> you're a fucking bitch you're a uh, fucking I say, bitch i was gonna say a worse word but i don't think that's appropriate i've already said it once just yeah, this morning. Yeah, yeah exactly i never said that word before and now i just can't stop saying it it's my favorite why. it's really my favorite but you can only use it once in a while otherwise yeah. it sort of loses the tang yeah the tang yeah mm okay so thank you for listening to thank the, you very much for listening we can't talk about that right now podcast if you want to subscribe that'd be really nice mm-hmm. or if you want to follow us on patreon or join us on patreon we, we actually do Fun some really things. we try really hard we're mm. trying really hard anyway on patreon mm-hmm. so you can see some extra bonus video content yeah, yeah. this week it's going to be a um makeup tutorial no, 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 that's, that's, we've done that one. Oh so yeah, we've done that, that one. one. We've done so that one. So what are we going to do for the next one? Um, okay, cool. Well, we've done, we've done skin. We've, we've done makeup. We so could you do wanna hair. Do, we could do hair. Or we could do fashion. I think we should do something to do with my hair. because I. Let's do hair. People love, people love hair. You could try and do a, a fishtail plait. <gasps> I know how to do a fishtail plait. I could I do a really Katniss want plait. one. A Katniss plait, yeah. Mm-hmm. You do a fancy plait. That'd be amazing. Bibi's very good at this kind of thing. We are, it's not just her doing a plait. We try and make it kind of in, entertaining as well. The plait would just be involved somehow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. <laughs>